0: Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me once again. Today I'm going to talk about a really cool story, something that happened. Um, it, it's in my book, Stepping into the Light, and it's chapter 25, and the title of the chapter is Carissa and the Unicorn. I had the privilege of connecting with a beautiful young girl named Carissa, who had passed away in a terrible house fire. Her mother, Jenny, contacted me for a reading and asked it that I see her as soon as possible. I didn't know what Jenny was in need of when she booked her appointment, only that it was important that I see her as soon as I possibly could. When Jenny arrived for her reading, she looked pale and completely heartbroken. I could feel the pain and anguish she carried in her heart as soon as I greeted her at the door. I had done thousands of readings in the past and had been exposed to so much heartbreak but Jenny had one of the heaviest hearts I had ever encountered. As we settled in for her reading, I explained that I would be opening with a prayer, calling in all of her angels, her guides, and any loved ones who could help. I knew nothing about Jenny other than her first name and phone number, and had absolutely no idea that this reading would be one of the most amazing and life-changing readings I would ever do. Not only life-changing for my client, but for me as well. I said a prayer and began connecting with Jenny's loved ones and guides. Jenny's daughter, Carissa, came dancing in immediately. I felt such a loving spirit and I immediately connected with Carissa's beautiful smile. As Carissa came in, I realized that I had left some music playing and got up to turn it off. I often have beautiful music playing in my home when clients arrive, and I turn it off right before their reading begins. I had forgotten to turn it off this time until we had already begun the reading. As I stood up to turn the music off, I heard Carissa tell me no. She doesn't want me to turn the music off, I told Jenny. She likes it. Jenny nodded her head and said that Carissa liked that particular kind of music that I was playing, and she listened to it often when she was alive. Carissa came through with so many messages for her mother. It was truly amazing how crystal clear she was. She was so delightful and had so many loving messages for her mother as well as her father, who, unbeknownst to me, was sitting outside in the car. As Carissa continued to offer messages for both her mother and her father, Jenny asked if she could go and get her husband so that he could hear everything she had to say. I gladly agreed, as Carissa was obviously reaching out to both of them. After a few moments, Jenny returned with Carissa's father. Messages just started pouring in about hanging out with her father in the garage, riding his motorcycle, and even reminiscing about the pink do-rag she often wore. Carissa's father was overwhelmed. He wiped tears from his eyes as he stared forward, peering out of the picture windows that stood on the back of my deck. She wore that pink do-rag all the time, he said. As Carissa's father continued peering forward, a flock of butterflies suddenly flew by the large picture window straight ahead. I didn't actually see them for myself, but Carissa's father said, Oh my God! as he described what he had just witnessed. He proceeded to tell me that one of Carissa's signs was a butterfly and that she often visited both of them that way. We all sat quietly for a few moments, processing what had just happened. We all knew that Carissa had sent that flock of butterflies at that very moment for her father to see. As the reading continued, I noticed Carissa's parents beginning to shift out of their despair. However, I felt there was something that was still weighing on Jenny's mind. She still looked a bit troubled, as if something hadn't been answered. I looked at Jenny and I asked, is there anything else you needed to know today? Jenny began to tell me that she felt as though Carissa's death was all her fault. She explained that on the night of the fire, she was holding Carissa's hand in hers as they were trying to escape down the stairs from the second floor where they had been sleeping. They were approximately halfway down the stairs when she realized that Carissa's hand was gone. I couldn't believe it, she said. One minute we were running down the stairs hand in hand, and then she was gone. Jenny lost her somehow and couldn't find her, as the smoke had gotten so thick. She described how that picture had played over and over in her head and how she couldn't get rid of it. It haunts me every single day, Jenny said. I just need to know what happened to Carissa. As I focused on Jenny's question, visions of what had happened began to pour in. I shared what I saw as it began to unfold within my mind. I saw all of the smoke around Carissa and her mother. It was thick and dark, making it difficult to see anything. I could hear them coughing and watch as they made their way down the stairs. I saw Carissa's hand slip out of her mother's, and as it happened, Two angels lifted her up and out of the smoke. Although I saw the angels lift Carissa's body completely out of the fire-ravaged home, I knew that it was actually her soul that they had lifted up and out. The angels placed her on top of a unicorn, I said. I continued telling Carissa's parents that I saw the unicorn take her up and away from the fire. She wasn't scared, and she didn't feel anything, I told them. The angels and that unicorn spared her any fear or pain. As I finished telling Carissa's parents what I was seeing, I told them that I had never seen a unicorn in a reading before. Oh, I believe they exist, I told them but I've never connected with one like that before while giving a reading. As the reading came to an end, Carissa's parents seemed more at peace. Of course, nothing would ever be able to replace their beloved daughter. But they were relieved that the angels had taken care of Carissa and that she didn't suffer. Their reading came to an end and we hugged one another and said our goodbyes. As I watched Carissa's parents walk down the steps from my porch, I could see little Carissa skipping alongside of them. Oh, how I wished they could sense their daughter right beside them. I didn't know if I would ever talk with Carissa's parents again, but I felt so much love coming from this beautiful young girl who had died so young. I felt blessed to have connected with such a beautiful soul and asked the angels to help Carissa's parents continue with their healing. I heard from Jenny a couple of weeks later. She called and left a message on my phone and stated that she had something amazing to tell me. I called back as soon as I could as I was eager to hear what she had to say. Jenny answered the phone and told me that she had told her neighbors all about the reading she had had with me. She said she had told them everything, even the part about the angels placing Carissa on top of a unicorn. I didn't care how crazy I sounded, Jenny said. I just had to tell them. Jenny continued and told me that her neighbors were stunned when she mentioned the unicorn. They just stared at me with their mouths wide open, she said. It turns out that Jenny's neighbors had taken pictures of the house that evening as it was engulfed in flames. When they were looking at the pictures later, they were taken aback by the clouds of smoke that rose above the house as they were in the shape of a horse. As you can imagine, I was completely shocked and surprised at what I was hearing. Oh my gosh, I exclaimed. The angels really did place her on that unicorn. I went silent, and tears welled up in my eyes as I tried to process what I was hearing. After a big, silent pause, I said, Well, I guess unicorns really do exist. Jenny and I chuckled in amazement. This was just the validation Carissa's parents needed. The angels had stepped in and helped Carissa, placing her on her special unicorn. She had been spared any pain or trauma and had been whisked away to heaven. She was riding her unicorn all over heaven's green rolling hills and was spreading love and light everywhere she went. God bless all of you. Namaste. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into the Light. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with your family and friends. And be sure to visit Julia's website at juliatreat.com to sign up for monthly cyber swag including meditations, rituals, readings, and lots of other life-changing stuff straight to your inbox. It's free!